Hello and welcome to the Fantasize Podcast. My name is Finn and I'm with... Kaidi, hello. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about a lot of things, uh, including mostly Warhammer, because we had a new experience with Warhammer recently, but we're also going to be talking about things that we want to expand into with the podcast and we're going to have a poll on Discord about that, but we'll be talking more about that later. Uh, the first thing we're going to be talking about is Kill Team. Yeah, Kill Team. The new, for anyone who doesn't know what Kill Team is, it's like a sort of, it's like Warhammer, but not Warhammer. I don't really know how to explain it's it. Like, really. It's like Warhammer, but instead of having like uh, moving around squads and, I mean, I guess you could explain it as it's just like Warhammer, but instead of squads, you have singular models and uh, they all have like different weapons to each other and you move them around separately and they're, they're just like, instead of being like, oh yes, every model in your unit has one wound, is this one uh, model has, I don't know, 10 wounds, for example. So, um, basically, a, a brief description is both teams have about, usually roughly about 10, like, kill team members, yeah, kill team operatives on each team. And basically, you take turns, like, activating each operative. One at a time. And you're, yeah, and you have to capture objectives or, I don't know, blow up a fuel de- depot. Um, Sometimes you need to capture other places or escape, like, maps or wait for evacuation. It's, like, more in-depth version of Warhammer. Yeah, so it's 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 fun, it's fun, it's fun. But, um, so we're going to be going into our um, opinions on it. Uh, so, uh, so that's the brief summary. So, um, in my opinion... Uh, I really, I really enjoyed it, uh, playing it. I just think it's, it's fun. It's pretty well balanced. Sometimes. Sometimes, like most things are relatively equal. But um, it is, it's pretty. I, I really enjoyed it so far, and I, yeah, I. Yeah, I, I, I really I'd say some. I enjoyed Kill Team. I think it's. I think they clearly put a, at least a. Yeah, they put a large amount of effort into Kill Team. I could see it was a. It's fun, and it's not as long as normal Warhammer, which is always a positive since Warhammer games can often go on for hours. Yeah, it's it's actually really nice to see though. Uh, Games Workshop uh, did put their effort into something that isn't just Warhammer Three K. Like the actual like game, of course, Kill Team is in the same world, but I, I do like that it's. Of course, they also put it into Age of Sigmar, but like it's like a different, a completely different system, and I, I actually think that it's really good that um, Games Workshop is like, expanding and exploring new directions to go. Of course, it's still similar, but it's, like, it's still a tabletop, like, wargaming. But it's, like, it's a new direction. I, I like to see that, and it's, like, it's, it's like, a fresh new feel from just, like, Warhammer, which, of course, is still... Um, I personally probably prefer Overkill Team, but uh, I reckon... Uh, for starters, as well, if you're starting new, like, in the Warhammer universe, or... Um, you know, you just don't have as much money. Uh, Kill teams, I would say, is probably definitely a lot better for that because well, it's a lot less. Uh, uh, on that, before we start talking about anything sort of like that, we should probably first go into the first section of the Kill Team section, subsection really, which is what we think is really good about Kill Team, what we enjoy about it. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I... I... Well, why don't you say what you enjoy? I've talked a lot. Okay, so 
One of the most, one of the main things I enjoy about Kill Team is that each operative feels like their own like special character that you have to play around their strengths and weaknesses. For instance, there are uh, two ways, to, there's like main two ways to use your operatives. There is the conceal order and the engage order. In conceal order, it's harder to hit, basically impossible to hit the model, but... If they're in cover. If they're in cover, but they can't attack. Uh, exceptions, being the sniper. Uh, on the opposite like side is engage order, which is basically, it's just the normal. You just, you can attack whenever you feel like, and you get cover bonus, and that's really about it. Uh... Okay, should I start saying what I like, or do you, want, do you have anything else to say? You just take turns saying what we like, then. Uh, what I also really like is I, I quite like the movement system, because to me it feels like you can get across the board a lot quicker and faster, and your maneuverability is a lot more so, because, I mean, it's not that you're actually, like, you move further, but the boards are a lot smaller. Whereas in, like, 40k, you know, you just, like, uh, the, the board's really big, and taking moving takes a while, so I, I really enjoy like uh, just being able to move quickly around and like a lot more of a fast-paced game as well. I, I really enjoy that. Yep, and what's also really good about Kill Team is I really enjoy the like turn-based system of Kill Team. How you take you activate one of your operatives and then you do something with it. You do your certain amount of actions with it, and then your opponent does it, which means you're not spending ages waiting for your opponent to shoot up all your like models and then you whatever you have remaining is then you have to try and work with it. I think it's more enjoyable how, how you take turns and you kind of just have to play more interestingly. I think for me it also, uh, that system also makes it feel like a lot more because like with Warhammer 40k and I'm assuming also Kill Team, the idea is it's all happening at the same time. Which with Warhammer 40k of course doesn't really, it doesn't feel like it because um, they all move and then they all shoot and if they're doing it all at the same time, um, the other ones wouldn't be dead, so they'd still be shooting. Uh, so, of course, I feel like Kill Team, it feels a lot more like it's actually like all happening at the same time. They're all moving around. And, yeah, I feel like, yeah, I, I really like that as well. Uh, other really good things about War, uh, about not Warhammer, Kill Team, is basically just how, not really the balancing of the weapons, but just how sort of equal most of them are. Uh, most of the infantry seem to just have their place of just being infantry, which makes sense. And for pretty much all different types of all the different kill teams, it seems to hold up that way, which is really good to know. And not only that, but all the different kill teams all have their own specific sort of, yeah, like a specialist for each sort of categories. For uh, So the kill teams uh, I have personally played with is the orc kill teams and the imperial guard Kill teams and well, the Death Corps. The Death Corps, yeah, of but Creed. they're they're Imperial Guards, yeah. And they both were really fun, and they have similar sort of. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I feel like teams. the orcs are slightly on the upper hand. Yeah, but I think the combos you can make with the uh, like Death Corps Creed is yeah, it's very really strong. good. Like the because that's that's the thing. The orcs, I feel like the orcs have a slightly, uh, they do have the upper hand a bit because some of the things do feel a bit stronger. But it's not like they're completely dominating the Krieg, which it can feel like a bit in uh, Warhammer if you're playing an opponent who knows how to manip, like not manipulate the rules, but um, 
like read into the rules and know what good combinations you can make it doesn't feel like you just get destroyed and kill team like if you you just know you just have your army and you play it strategically well you can't still win whereas in warmer 4k if someone has an orc war boss who like one hits your tank you know it's just kind of kind of sad so uh, i feel like it's it is almost like i mean i guess you could say it's better balance than warmer 4k but i guess it's also kind of not because uh, losing one unit is also a lot more important, and if you have the upper hand on that, uh, I guess you could say that's really a big disadvantage, but it depends. I guess that depends on your opinion. Yep, and another good thing about it is it doesn't really force you to play in any particular way. Like, you can play defensive and still do good, and you can also play incredibly offensive, and you can still win. It really just allows you to play with whatever kind of strategy you feel like going for, or no strategy at all, if you really want to, because you have such a diverse amount of like operatives. It's really just great. Uh, just some advice for me: don't don't play with no strategy. It it won't. It it will. I guess it could work, but it's not worth the risk. So I'll try avoid doing that. <laughs> but it can work, and emphasis on can because. No, some strategy is better than no strategy. I'm just saying that in Kill Team, no strategy can work. I mean, in Warhammer, no strategy can also work. Uh, the no strategy route is um, often described as somewhat um, Space Marines. <laughs> uh, but, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Space Marines are very tactical. Yes, extremely tactical. You can just, like, my strategy with Space Marines is just put as many down as you can and... Hope for the best. And then guns go bum. Uh, uh, okay, so... Um, should we start talking about uh, things that we don't like? Or... Yep. Like, no, now, we're going to quickly say there there are plenty other amazing things about Kill Team. However, there are, yeah, things that aren't so great about Kill Team. And, yeah. yeah, okay. So, uh, one of the things is the line of sight rules. Oh, if you can put a straight line from the head onto any part of the enemy model, you can hit them. Or at least that's how we understood it. It might We might also be wrong on this, so don't quote us on it. Um, but from what we understood, that seems really strange because you can just see an arm and uh, you can shoot a killing blow. Like, you know, it's, it's a bit or, oh, I see his antenna. I'm going to blow his head off now. Um, or I see the end of his weapon. I can gonna blow him up now. Yeah, so it it feels a bit. Some of that feels a bit strange. Um, yeah, so it's a bit bit off. I mean, you know, I can see. I can see. Like, I like the line of like the rule of oh yeah, if you can fit the line, it works. But of course, I think it shouldn't be any apart. I think it should be like fifty percent. Yeah, like or like twenty or like twenty five percent at least, so that you like you know because I feel like if it's just like you see this little pokey out part coming mm. from this base and and you kill them, you know, it feels a bit strange. I'm going to now talk about the modes of it, and I am calling this in the negative section because the mo there are a lot of modes to play. However majority, and I'm not saying all, but the majority of the modes seem really one-sided. For instance, one of the modes, one team has to get from one side of the board to the other, which may seem simple, 
But when you're taking one turn at a time, and your characters, they move fast, but they also die very fast if you leave them out in the open. And it, the it, map that also specific that specific mode has a specific layout for the terrain. So as well, like if if the person's defending well, you know, uh, they can just like blast your people as they come across. Yeah, it, it's a bit, a, a bit unbalanced. I'd say some of the modes. There's another mode where one team has to try and hold a, like. They have to hold, like, a building, and the other team has to try and kill all the members in it, while the defending team has to wait for evacuation. However, the attacking team has ten models, and the defending team has five, so that already is a pretty unbalanced. But not only that, but the, defending the attacking team gets to choose the defending team's models. So they could pick the worst combination for them, and the defending team doesn't get to really have much say in it. I have not uh, seen that mode, but that does not sound pleasant. Um, yeah, I think personally, that's most of the things that I don't like. I feel uh, yeah. I mean, there's a few other things like some armies are just like so much better at close combat and stuff like that. But it, in general, other than that, I think it's all fine. Well, it, it it's sort of because we haven't talked about the sniper. Oh yeah, the sniper. And vice, and we're going to be specifically talking about the Imperial Guards sniper. The Death Corps sniper, yeah. Well, they are Imperial Guards. I'm going to keep calling them that. Don't call them Death Corps, come on. Give, Fine, give them Corps. the respect they deserve. Death Corps Guards. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call them now. The Death Corps Guards, okay. Uh, yeah, so they're, uh, you know, they're kind of... Um, it, it just does a lot of damage and can conceal and shoot, you know. It's kind yeah. of... So, in order to be able to understand how OP it is, I'm going to give a quick description on how actually you do actions. Every model has about two actions, usually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And those actions, you, you have like a multiple choice of actions. The actions that you... The average usually is you have a movement action, a shooting action, you can dash if you want to, and there's an attacking action. And you can pick two of those to do in a turn. However, there is also an overwatch action, which allows you to shoot again, and as as currently as I understand it, all it does to, like as a negative is just it makes it minusculely harder to hit. So you get a second shooting phase with each character. And the sniper, back to the, well, when I talk about the con conceal order earlier on, in when you're in cover with conceal, nothing can hit you. Unless, of course, they're above you, but... Or within melee range. Or within melee range, or engagement range, but... The sniper, that means the sniper can hide in... The sniper is, like, one of the few characters that has the silenced, like, sort of description on their weapon, which means that they can be in conceal and still shoot. So, nothing can hit them, but they can do massive damage and shoot twice from anywhere in the map, which is incredibly strong, and especially when it's really hard to get up and close melee with the sniper, it's almost impossible to actually, like, kill the sniper in a game. Which, of course, unless they put them on engage and, uh, for, or, or, or on conceal, but they're not in cover properly from one of your models, and then, of course, if you have the sniper and you can shoot the sniper, you kill the sniper. Yeah. That's always, always a good rule. Unless, of course, they also pull the medic, who can heal pretty much an entire HP for a model, and if a model dies, can revive it. Yeah. Like, only once per turn, but 
can still do so. Uh, yeah, but I, I feel like we we always talk about things like like negatively on that part. Like it feels like we actually think it's because of course we talked to her a long time about how sanctum. But I personally feel like it is. It's a very good game. It is very fun to play, and I really do enjoy it. So, um, uh, we should should we talk about uh what we would change? Yep. Um. Okay. What we would change about kill team? I feel like we. I've already said the change the line of sight rule to like twenty five. I'd say twenty five percent, or have twenty five percent as a disadvantage. Fifty percent you hit normally. Yeah, I think that works. I think I personally would change the Overwatch system, and the cover system as well because the cover system as of right now allows you to automatically save one attack of damage. And the, which is pretty good, but doesn't really make, make much sense because, well, your character can, like, yeah, it's cover. And when cover, all it does is save one attack out of, like, 20. It, it seems a bit off. I feel like I can, I can understand that they also don't want to do exactly what they did with Warhammer and just make it, like, oh, a minus one to hit or um, minus one, like, plus one on your save. And I feel like, but I, I honestly do feel like, I feel like just put plus one on your save. Yeah, with something like that instead, because that is actually it's a pretty big advantage. But I feel like it's more realistic than just minus one shot. And uh, yeah, I I just feel like it's better in my personal opinion. And I also think the Overwatch should also be changed to be slightly harder to hit. From certain characters have a two up to hit, that goes to a three up to hit, which for a secondary attack, as that's the only thing that changed to it, it's quite OP. Yeah. Or they could do, like, a thing with Overwatch as well, like, you can, even if you can see things that are concealing, you can, uh, you can only shoot things that are in the, um, what's it called? Line of sight? In the second mode. It's oh, concealed. Overwatch. Oh. Conceal and engage. Yeah, yeah. You can only shoot things that are in the engage mode. And I feel, I, I feel like, I don't know how that would make much sense, I guess. Like, the things are hiding and, like, Overwatch is, like, just, like, you're not shooting exactly at them. You're just, like, covering yourself. So, I guess if they're concealed, they might, like, be putting a bit of them, like, in cover and they'd be down. So, I mean, I guess that would kind of make sense. So, I feel like that would be more balanced as well. And that is a thing that you could do. Mm-hmm. Finally, our general review, like... Do we recommend Kill Team? And I, I think yes. I, I think Kill Team, although it's incredibly expensive. I think it's a, it's a lot less expensive than Warhammer. It is ex- less expensive than Warhammer. So I think I think Kill Team is probably worth how much it is, and I recommend Kill Team. I think it was a great experience to play Kill Team, and I just, it was fun. Yeah, I think it's also, uh, um, it's a really, like, good starter for getting into Warhammer as well. I said this at the start, but, like, if you want to get into Warhammer and you, but, like, the rules are a bit too complex, like, Kill Team's rules are probably more simple just because you have less stuff that you have to handle, like, there's less phases, there's less um, options and you don't have to choose all the weapons and there's less Mm -hmm. point, like, management (laughs) and equipment management, and I feel like it's a good starter just to get, like, a hang of the basic rules because they're similar. And then, it, like, once you've got hang of the Kill Team rules, you can probably pretty easily expand into Warhammer, and you can also use the models from Warhammer to make more Kill Teams for yourself. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
another good thing, yeah. Uh, this kind of feels like another good thing about Kill Team, but another good thing about Kill Team is the fact that the models in Kill Team are, well, yeah, they're just like, they're the same. Not like the same, but like, one Kill Team is this going to be similar to another Kill Team. So, in Warhammer, you can buy, you can make mix and, ma mix and match any sort of like, mix of models, which means you, as a, a beginner, wouldn't like understand what is would be the best to get, what you would enjoy using, or what you just think looks cool. But in Kill Team, since it's all the same, like yeah, you can just buy it and that's what you've got. There's no app, like searching up on Reddit or something, what's the strong, what's like the best or best combo or best point management. It's just, that's what you've got, your opponent's got something similar, and just play. Yeah, I feel like that's actually a very good point. Um, uh, do we want to move on to the next subject, or? Yeah, I think we'll move on from Kill Team. Uh, okay, so if we finish talking about Kill Team, let's start talking about Black Templars. So, um, yeah, Black Templars. Uh, they are, the, the models look really good. I mean, that's probably, everyone who's listening to this podcast is going to be really surprised, because that's probably the first time I've ever complimented a Space Marine model. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, they look really good. The only thing I would change is maybe put like a few more, um, what are they called, seals uh, on the Emperor's Champion, like, chest plate. Mm. But other than that, I think they actually look really good, all of them. Well, maybe you should tell the viewers what the models are. Uh, what models there are? Um, and okay, so let me try and remember them. What they're all called? Uh, there's the well, the new Emperor's Champion model. That, that's the yeah. First the, one. the there's the new Emperor's Champion. Uh, yeah, the Emperor's Champion is an is a champion of the Emperor. Uh, there's your information and in depth lore on uh, him. There's the uh, uh they they're Castellans, right? They're called Castellans. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, there's Castellans, High Marshal Helbrecht has got a new model, which is looks, looks really, really good. Cool. He he's, has... got, he's, he's impaling an orc, and there's like servitors cleaning his sword. And holding his gun, and I think that's really cool. I'm really jealous right now, because the Robert, the current Robert Gilliman model is nowhere near as cool as that model, and it's sad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also the Hellbrute, I mean, not the, Hel not the Hellbrute, what am I talking about? The Redemptive Dreadnought. The Redemptive Dreadnought. That's old. I know, but it looks cool. Yeah. I feel like they, they showed it again. They showed the Redemptor Dreadnought. I feel like there's just some new stuff you could put on him. I don't feel like it's actually a new model. There, um, uh, there's also the guy with the uh, power sort of, with the power axe, I think. Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a bunch. I mean, there's, like, new chaplains and everything. It looks... To be honest, if I were to summarize it, I would just say it looks amazing. Like, uh, it's one of the... So far, it's my favorite new model update, other than orcs, obviously, because, you know, I play orcs. Uh, orcs, Necrons, I mean, in my order, it would probably be orcs, this, and then Necrons. I honestly think this is better than Necrons, just because Black Templars hadn't gotten anything in so long, and another Necrons, but the, I mean, this is just like... This is just really good, look. like, it just looks great. Yeah, I really like it. Like, the, I like the Necron looks, but this honestly looks better. It's, mm -hmm. yeah, it's really good. Uh, I do think, however, that it is quite unfortunate, uh, but uh, 
Games Workshop, uh, where, where is the Eldar model update? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When's Come it on. coming? Maybe, you know, do you know what would be cool? If the reason the Eldar Codex hasn't been released is because they're going to get a giant model update. That, that would be... That would be pretty cool. That would be an amazing reveal if it was like everyone's gotten their codex and I was like all the Eldar players are very sad and then suddenly this get a model reveal and it's like all of the models the have models been updated. And like, all they the look, like hero dudes have all got and they actually look too. like relatively new models and they have insanely high quality. That would be really good. And they add new models. I honestly, I really hope that happens. That would be... It wouldn't surprise me too much either if they actually put a bunch of new Eldar and updated a bunch of models because Eldars need an update. A serious model update because... Like, the the units look okay because they're, like, units don't need to have that high quality. Uh, and they're, they look, you know, they look fine. Whereas, but the, um, their leaders are, like, no. Uh, yeah, they need, they need an update. Yeah. Like, I don't want my, uh, what's he called? Leader of the striking scorpions to drop in there with his, <laughs> like, fatness and like, he's not fat and they're not like you know of course you, you can't call them bad but it's just not good well yeah i think they're not bad but i think the best way to describe them is just pretty much every other faction has had a model update that's made them look fabulous and i'm not i'm not angry at games workshop for not updating Elder for ages you're just angry. i'm just disappointed <laughs> yeah i think that that sums up the black Templar section we're just disappointed what, that there's no Eldar? <laughs> I mean, no. We're very happy that there's new Black Templars. Yes. And very happy because they look really good. But where are the Eldar? Come on. Dark Eldar, they got new stuff. Eldar are they... feeling left out. I don't actually know if they got new stuff. I know that... I, th- I feel like they did get, like, one new squad. But they just got their Codex Combat Patrol first. Mm-hmm. But uh, Eldar, maybe that's the reason they last. They're going to get a huge amount of stuff. So far, it's felt like that, because Orcs came relatively late, and they got a bunch of stuff. I mean, actually, Necrons came first, and Space Marines came first, and they got a huge amount of stuff. And yeah, but, like, that. come on. Space yeah. Marines. They're, of course. they're just going to have a constant stream of updates. Yeah, the reason they came first is, of course, because, like, it's going to be a grand reveal for the biggest stuff. And then after that, they're going to, like, all be just releasing the stuff as soon as they can. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm really happy with the Black Templars. I feel like that. that's a... What they've done is really, really successful. I'm actually like surprised um, that they that they do that. Like I, uh, like Black Templars, they yeah they I, basically Black Templars were just Space Marines, but you had to like kit bash some swords onto them. Yeah, I, I honestly didn't think they would add Black Templars as the new model update, but you know there you go. Because what I thought would happen with Black Templars is you just get just get the codex release and it would just same old models. And or maybe a couple new models or like that, but the whole that's, thing getting... That's the one thing that's school. really good about Games Workshop being a giant corporation now. It can it can easily afford properly like putting really good quality onto the miniatures, which is, of course, a really good thing. Uh, so, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, I think for me personally, that kind of sums up the Black Templar section. It was just... Yeah, it's really yep. good. Well done, Games Workshop. Very well done. Welcome to the new segment of the Fantascience Podcast. Well, the future of the Fantascience Podcast. Um, okay, so uh, we're, of course, going to be talking about things that we're considering doing in the future. 
Uh, we have a big list of stuff that we might do. Um, Kaidi, why don't you start reading uh, what's among the stuff in that list? Okay, well, the first thing we have on the list is Blades in the Dark. For those who don't know, Blades in the Dark is similar to D&D. However, it is different to D&D. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's just a role-playing game, and uh, we, we've been considering starting a campaign on the podcast, so, of course, uh, if you'd like to see us do that, just, uh, we're probably, well, we will be putting a poll up on Discord after this, where you basically, you will be, if you just react with, like, a thumbs up, and if you put a thumbs up, then you like us to do that, if you put a thumbs down, you don't like us to do that, please don't put thumbs up and thumbs down, uh, uh, I will ban you from life. <laughs> okay, um, sure. Uh, with the with that uh, campaign, pretty much, we're also probably adding Blades in the Dark as possibly a topic that will be talked about in future episodes, possibly. Of course, we'll be able to talk about it more if we have a campaign running on, uh, on the um, podcast. So if you want to hear us talk about it more or just play it in general, uh, that's what I would advise you vote for. Also, why don't we make an idea, like, you can vote for multiple things, don't vote for everything, please, don't vote, like, thumbs up for everything, you can put, like, thumbs up on some things and thumbs down on others, but don't vote, like, thumbs up on everything, okay. because, mm-hmm. uh, we can't, we won't do any everything, and if everyone has voted thumbs up on the Blade and Dark campaign and on the D&D campaign, we will not do both. We'll just do whichever one. Yeah, we'll probably it's just put up another poll and uh, <laughs> ask which one. <laughs> so, uh, well, on that subject... The second thing on the list is a D&D campaign. A Fanstone's podcast D&D campaign. Uh, yeah, so if anyone would like to see that, uh, uh, just, yeah, vote for that on the poll. Um, I mean, in these campaigns, it's not impossible that we'll see an Oscar return. So, you know, you might even see a William return. Yeah. Yeah, a William return arc. Uh, the first guest on the Fan Science Podcast. How would that make you feel, Kaidi? Uh, very scared. That you would no longer be the first guest. Um, could we just what do you mean no longer the first guest? I wasn't the first you guest. How first can guest. I no longer be the first we, guest? I'm could, not. Can we actually describe Oscar as the first guest? No. No. Because no, <laughs> he was the host, I guess. Yeah, you were both hosts. Okay. Uh, the next thing on it is gaming. Gaming, or, yeah. So... Um, when we say gaming, we mean things like uh, we talk more about like Dark Souls. I guess we could play it like on I don't know something. Uh, and we then can you also could... talk about stuff like Skyrim or just like other games if people have any like recommendations of games for us to talk about. Or just play like and then we play it and we talk about it and yeah. Uh, so if people want to hear us talk about that kind of stuff more, um, uh, sure. I guess f- leading from that. Well, yeah, leading from that, uh, we could also do game reviews of games that we either play or don't play, or just, yeah, games in general. And, yeah, that doesn't have to be video games either. That can also be board games or mm. um, just things of the sort, like tabletop role-playing games or tabletop w- w- wargaming games. games, I guess. But wargaming is harder because you call can't... Them, I'd call them strategy games. Yeah, strategy games and stuff like that, so, you know. Like Scythe. Yeah, Scythe. Is a board game, but uh, yeah. So just if you guys want us to do like reviewing games more, um, and like 
if you want to know, oh, should I get this game? I'll just check the my favorite podcast, the Fansites podcast. They might have done a review on it. That's really cool. Uh, you know, uh, if you want, if you want us to do stuff like that, yeah, no, just uh, drop a thumbs up on that. Uh, also, uh, Lord of the Rings. That's one of my favorite things. And yes, uh, Lord of the Rings is good. It's very good, and it's very cool. And if you guys want us to talk more about it, uh, then. We're, I mean, I'm very happy to do that, um, so... Uh, yeah, just, you know, once again, we'll be on the poll in the Discord, so... Yeah, well. I mean, also, like, when we say talking about a lot of things, uh, it doesn't say it there, but, I mean, we could talk, like, discuss theories and how, like, realistic we think they could be, and if they could be canon, you know, stuff like... Of course, they wouldn't be canon, but, you know, if we think they should be realistic, and, uh, yeah, stuff like that, um, so... Uh, yeah, we'd be talking about stuff like that. Also. Um, books. It leads on quite well from Lord of the Rings. Um, books. I mean, if you want us to talk and review books as, as well, well, we can happily do that. Uh, it's not like uh, we aren't interested in books. We very much enjoy like reading books, and uh, I'm sure we'd enjoy talking about books with you. So. Uh, yeah, uh, okay, um, interest, so this one's more, like, towards us, as sort of. people, like, wanting to know what we're interested in, or what we like to do, and then, of course, we can, you know, talk that, about that kind of stuff. I mean, that obviously ties into the podcast pretty much. And, of course, then, I, I think that is also, like, saying, like, if you want to start talking about, like, uh, TV shows and stuff that we like... Or st- like films. Yeah, films, stuff like that. Any any series or anything, just yeah. Yeah, uh, of course. And then, uh, not last and uh, not least, uh, uh, the I mean one shots. I'll I'll go through the lists of uh, one shot ideas we have. Of course, you can also um, put down other one shot ideas you'd like us to do like other worlds that you know of and then we can research into them or say if we already know about it and then uh we could like set a one shot there but we have three here so a halo one shot a warhammer one shot and a lord of the rings one shot and if you'd be interested in any of them we we'd probably make different sections for all of them and then we probably make a one shot section and then um you can like any of them and if you vote the one shots you'd prefer if we didn't do any of the three but you have another free suggestion so if you like the one shot section please um at least uh suggest or like a a comment that someone has put um about a one shot that we could do so that concludes this episode of the fantasy science podcast uh anything else you'd like to say finn i don't think there is so i guess at the end of this episode all i have left to say See you next time on the Fantasy Science Podcast.